Hey guys, it's Olivia, the host of For You From Eve. I'm so excited you decided to click on to this episode. This podcast was created to becoming a better version of our yesterday selves through the power of meditating, manifesting, and motivation. I upload episodes every single Monday, and I'm so excited to have you here. So let's go ahead and enjoy this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. Today I'm back with Steph, the owner of The Happy Camper, and we are doing another episode. We did a little Q&A on Instagram, and a lot of you guys wanted these three specific topics from us, so we're going to go through today. We're going to talk about remaining consistent with motivation, self-love, and everything. I'm so happy to have Steph on this episode again. She's so amazing. We got into such a good conversation about self-love, guys. You're, you're not ready. It's so good. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and let's go ahead and meet Steph. Hey guys, this is Steph. I'm the founder of The Happy Camper. If you guys remember, we've had Steph on before and I'm so happy to have her back because we talked a lot about mental health in the last episode and also a lot about how she started The Happy Camper. Just in case anyone didn't listen to the last episode, do you want to give a little background of what The Happy Camper is in case someone new is listening and they don't know? Sure. So The Happy Camper is a clothing brand that centers around mental health awareness and we Mm -hmm. sell loungewear. Yeah, super cute. And I know like she's had such a big transformation these past few weeks and has blown up completely. All your TikToks, I was talking to TikTok. (laughs) Oh my gosh, they're like all going viral right now. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know how that happened. Good for you. I saw like so many small businesses like pop off on TikTok. And it's like, even if one goes viral, that'll bring thousands of followers or like new purchases. So good for you for putting in the time to make those TikToks. Super crazy. But yeah, so Steph and I went on our Instagrams and we asked you guys to ask us questions. And we got three main topics that you guys want to talk about. So I'm going to go through and go through them and we're both going to answer it from our own ways. So you get the perspective of two different people. So if you guys want to keep up, we're going to link our Instagrams down below so you can participate in the next Q&A that we have. But for the first question, Steph, you can answer first, and that's how do you stay motivated if it comes to the gym or eating healthy or just even the happy camper? How do you keep that motivation to be like, this is what I want to do. This is why I'm working hard and everything like that. Yeah, so I think for me personally, the hardest part about staying motivated is taking the first step and like getting mm-hmm. your foot in the door um, in regard to eating healthy and going to the gym. I started like a few weeks back. I was like, I need a trainer, like who's going to motivate me to work out yeah. and be consistent. Um, and then I realized that I might need to go in order to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, for me, like it was really hard at first because especially with the gym, like you don't see results. The results take like weeks. Of course. Yeah. A minimum, like they take months. So mm-hmm. um the hardest part for me was definitely starting and then being consistent with it even when I didn't see the results um I remember a few days ago I was really bored and I follow this guy from like a reality tv show on Instagram Mm -hmm. and he was he was um doing like this live Instagram thing so I joined it and someone asked him how do you stay so motivated with the gym since a lot of his content is him working out yeah workouts he does Um, And he said, the most important thing about staying motivated is looking at the bigger picture and thinking if six months from now, Mm -hmm. like, do you want to be the same person or do you want to be a better version of yourself? So I think, I think looking at the bigger picture and thinking 
about the future really helps you. What's his name? Johnny Lee. He's from Love Island. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's huge is looking at the big picture. And also you said like to seeing results is a big part of motivation. And it's very hard for people who maybe don't see results as quick as other people to stay motivated. Because for me, I've been going to the gym since like January. So nothing too crazy. And I'm someone that my body changes kind of fast, but I have people around me that their body doesn't really change until months and months of working out and eating healthier. And they always say how hard it is for them to be like, why do I want to keep going if I'm not seeing any difference? Like I've been working my, you know, ass off in the gym these past few months and I'm not seeing any Mm -hmm. changes. Why do I want to keep going? So I feel like for that reason, when it comes to staying motivated for the gym, you have to have a bigger picture, like you said, than your physical appearance. It has to be more about getting the abs or, or, you know, I mean, less about getting the abs, less about what you look like and more about how you're going to feel and kind of the physical and emotional reasoning as to why you want to work out. And yeah, I feel 100%. like, yeah, that's kind of what transformed me is just like, say I stayed consistent with working out because my goal wasn't really to look better anymore. Obviously, at the end of the day, we all want to look better. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. that's why we're going. But of course, you have to just like add other goals like, oh, I want to feel better. Like I would always wake up so bloated and with the worst headaches and like I would stay up so late. And now when I go to the gym, I'm like, I come home, I sleep early. Like it just it helps everything on the inside. No, it's amazing. Like even when something small, like a minor inconvenience happens in my mm-hmm. life and then I go to the gym. It, I don't know. I just feel so much better. Oh no! I just feel so much better like it helps a lot with mental health too Mm -hmm. and once you get into it like in the beginning you're gonna be like oh I don't want to go to the gym oh I'm too tired today but then it gets to a point like even today I was like Steph can we record earlier because I want to go to the gym today I was planning on taking the day off because I was like I have so much homework to do but now I'm like obsessed with it and I'm like I have to go every day or every other day feels so good Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you said you were counting calories. I know we talked about this a few days ago because I tried to do it and it's just, I cannot keep up with it. It's not for me, but how's your experience so far? Yeah. So in the beginning I downloaded, um, my fit, my fitness pal. I don't know if you know the mm-hmm. app, but you like track literally everything. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, I realized that I wasn't eating as many calories as I thought I was Same. eating. Yeah. Like, days I would be like eating 936 calories and I would be like what the heck like Mm -hmm. this is too little and then as time went on I think I got a little too obsessed with it and yeah I was really restricting myself and then I took like a step back and I was like okay I need to like get off this app Mm -hmm. like I know what my body needs and I know how I could nourish my body without someone telling me what I need to do yeah um so now I just do it like according to what I think um would be the most helpful for me yeah I don't, I don't track them anymore because it was just getting to the point where I was obsessing over it and it really like made my mood down mm-hmm. so I thought maybe like it's it's not for me especially right now yeah I agree 100% also same thing with me when I first downloaded the app I tracked it for like three days straight and I was like wait I don't eat as much as I should be like I was eating healthier foods but I was not getting enough calories that I should and I was like I never thought I was eating under my calories but that made me realize like it really calories do not matter if you're filling yourself up with nutrient foods that make you feel good then that's really all that matters at the Mm -hmm. end of the day so that's kind of something I I learned too um and yeah just I I wasn't 
I guess I was kind of becoming obsessed with it and I was just like oh I have to scan this barcode so that it goes through the app and I could see and like I remember people around me were like what are you doing and I'm like no no, I have to scan I have to see I have to count how many chips I'm eating like it became very obsessive and I was just like all right honestly at the end of the day don't care this much about the calories and I don't even weigh myself anymore because when I go to like when I start working out again I actually gain weight because muscle weighs so much more weight than fat like muscle weighs so much more than fat and I feel like people don't know that like yeah, it's no, a lot more that was my issue too like when I start especially in the beginning when you start working out mm-hmm. and you don't if you step on the scale and like you don't see yourself losing weight or anything you kind of get discouraged and you're like okay well if I'm gaining weight like why am I doing this anymore yeah 100%. Um, so I think like I, I don't know the the number on the scale doesn't really matter mm-hmm. if you're healthy like that's all that matters a hundred percent yeah that's how I feel too like I I don't weigh myself I weighed myself I remember I do like I weigh myself every like month so like once a month I'll weigh myself just because I'm curious and I'm like I wonder if I did lose or gain or whatever but I see Mm -hmm. I care more about the physical of like how do I feel how do I look because I look better and weigh more sometimes and it's like yeah whatever but Mm -hmm. yeah I've been obsessed with the gym when it comes to staying motivated with eating healthy I feel like I don't know. For me, it's just thinking about what makes you feel good. Like if I'm about to like scarf down a slice of pizza, which sometimes it's okay to do that, but I'll look at it and be like, but how am I going to feel after my stomach's going to hurt? I'm going to break out. Like I'm going to get bloated. So like, is it really worth it? And once I kind of think about it like that, I'm like, and like, I don't really care for it that much. Like, so when it comes to eating healthy, I just kind of think of the aftermath and how I'm going to feel after I eat these foods. And something that I do is I watch YouTubers. Like, I don't know if you watch Romy, who's like a Victoria's Secret model. Do you know no, who she I, is? The blonde. Yeah, I do. I do know who she is, but I haven't. I haven't watched her YouTube videos. Oh, she has the best YouTube videos. I love it. She's always like traveling in them and eating healthy. And like once you see models eating healthy and working out, and their skin's always glowing and everything, you're like, oh my gosh, I w- I want to eat healthier now. So that's another way I stay motivated to eat healthy is just watching others eat healthy and watching how it clears up their skin and makes yeah. them more toned and everything like that. Yeah, for me, I used to have like this obsession with cutting out carbs. Like I always had this Mm -hmm. notion that carbs aren't healthy, which is not true. Yeah. And then I realized like recently, I realized that I could just supplement carbs like for like better carbs for Mm -hmm. carbs. So what I mean is like I bought this pasta from Whole Foods. Um, It's like the brand name is Banza. It's chickpea pasta. Oh, I love that pasta. And yeah, I didn't even realize like you could make pasta healthy, you know, Mm -hmm. like with alternatives. I've only had gluten-free pasta. No, yeah. It's like such a good thing, I feel like, because I used to cut out pasta. I used to not eat it for months. Mm -hmm. And then I finally found, like I just had it right before this, actually. Mm. Um, But just like finding alternatives at the supermarket, I think is really helpful too. You don't have to cut out things that you love you know you could have foods that you enjoy yeah for example like ice cream I love Mm -hmm. ice cream um but I swapped out like Ben and Jerry say for Halo Top yeah just because you know it's low calorie Mm -hmm. so yeah I think that's also really that's been really helpful for me yeah I think people get turned off by the thought of eating healthy and they're like like if I make something that's like vegan or gluten-free and I tell someone that it's vegan or gluten-free they're like oh like I don't even want to eat it I don't want to try it but then like once you actually eat it you realize it's not that different I only eat gluten-free brown rice mm-hmm. pasta you should also try I don't know if you eat sourdough bread I love it like oh, I wish I could yeah, have good. it but I don't have no it. it's actually a lot it's actually if you get the right one I get this multi-grain 
sourdough bread from Trader Joe's. That's you know Ezekiel bread. Yeah, I love. It's that. kind of like that. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but it's not as dry, and it's so good for you. I can send you an article because I used to always think sourdough was so bad for you because I like the taste more than white bread. Mm-hmm. And this girl Kenzie Burke, who talks a lot about like eating healthy and clean and everything, is like sourdough bread is the best bread for you on the market. Um, wow. has so much less gluten than others, so much less carbs and everything. It's like super clean bread. And that's when I started getting into sourdough is because of her. Mm-hmm. So I'll yeah, send, send you like me- her article. Yeah, definitely. I just got so hungry. I want sourdough bread. So <laughs> I know I want pasta. <laughs> I want pasta so bad. I'm going to make pasta after the gym. Um, but yeah, so what's some ways that you stay motivated with the happy camper? Because it's obviously not easy to always be creating content and always creating new designs and always going to the manufacturing company and all these things. So how do you kind of stay motivated behind that brand? Um, to be honest, I think going back to what I was saying about looking at the bigger picture, I think mm-hmm. it's just like the same thing looking six months from now and thinking, will I be happy with what I did and what I went through with or will I yeah. regret it? And I think 99%, if not 100% of the time, mm-hmm. we we'll look back and be happy that we went through with whatever it is that we um, set out to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, in regard to the happy camper, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Starting was the hardest part. Yeah. The beginning was also like kind of difficult mm-hmm. because I didn't have like too many followers or like an audience or anything. Yeah. But I think the more you get into it, the easier it becomes. And then, I just like look back at how much I've improved on everything and it just mm-hmm. like makes me want to go like further. Yeah, exactly. Like you're seeing your progress of like I'm getting more mm-hmm. followers and more purchases and that motivates you to be like I want to go more. It's just that kind of happens with everything. Even for the podcast, if I get more listeners or I get more followers, that motivates me to create more work and work with more people and put out more things because once you see progress you're like my hard work is paying off and sometimes it's not easy you know if you when you first started the happy camper for the first two three months you weren't seeing that much progress it would have been so easy to just give up and be like Mm -hmm. nothing's helping this isn't doing anything for everyone and I feel like that happens to everyone who starts a brand they have a little hump in the beginning that's like not getting them anywhere they're starting off super slow and then it's the people that truly feel that passion and the people that are truly meant to be doing that, that kind of break through that and are like, no, like, I'm not letting this be like a little stage of me being unmotivated. I'm going to break through this and create something even bigger. So I feel like you're a really good example of that because I mean, I always, you always had the same message behind your brand, but you expanded your clothing and the type of things you were selling. You moved from tie dye to, you know, really cute lounge sets. And it was just like a really good transition of keeping up with the trends. Yeah. So I think you're a really good example of that. Um, I feel like also, like she said, looking at the bigger picture is a big thing of remembering why you started and thinking of where you're going to be at the end of the goal. So when you start something, whether it's the gym or eating healthy or you start a new business or a podcast, YouTube channel, whatever it is, and you're kind of midway through and you're not seeing many results and you're like, eh, is this really for me? Go back to why you started it. Why did you start working out? Why did you start eating healthier? Why did you create this podcast? Once you 100%. go back and kind of remember, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I still have that goal. That's I still want to accomplish that. And I feel Mm -hmm. like for me, I have like a vision board in my room and I have like my for you from Eve logo on it. Um, 
And I feel like that's a huge thing is waking up every morning and seeing my vision board and being like, yeah, that's going to be my dream life one day, you know? And I feel like that's so important. It's just, I was talking to someone on a podcast, I think a few weeks ago, Claire, and she was telling me, you know, she wakes up in the morning and she thinks to herself, what would be a perfect day in my life? A perfect day. I would wake up at 6am. I would work out. I would shower, drink a coffee and all these things. And we were kind of just putting together you know, we, we always envision this life. Like I'm always like, Oh, one day when I'm married and living in my own apartment, I'm going to be waking up at 6am and doing this and then whatever. But it's like, why can't that be me today? Why can't I start today and be that person that wakes up at six o'clock in the morning and you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. So I feel like that's how you keep your motivation too, is just remembering why you're starting, remembering why you want that end result. And also being surrounded by motivated people means stuff got like super close again. I wanted to few months ago I think yeah it It was like a few months ago we like met up and we were like talking and like she was starting the happy camper and I was like working on this so once you surround yourself with people who are very um motivated I guess and like goal driven you're gonna find yourself doing more and being like oh what I was doing was because once I saw Steph doing the happy camper I was like I gotta step it up we were at dinner (laughs) and she was like telling me like she was staying up till 3 a.m in the morning like working on it and I was like I want to stay till 3 a.m in the morning doing something I want so um, being around people who are motivated like really helps you out too 100 percent, yeah it's definitely a really big factor mm-hmm. like who you surround yourself with is definitely um something that helps with your own growth too yeah there's a saying you are who you surround yourself with mm-hmm. which i think is so telling yeah. Because, like, if we surround ourselves with people that are always negative and are always bringing yeah. us down, like, it's going to have an effect on us. No matter mm-hmm. how much we try to ignore it or, yeah. like, you know, it's it brings you down. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think that is detrimental for one's own self-growth. A hundred percent. And we're going to talk about that more when we talk about the self-love journey. But... Yeah, there's, like, a quote also that's, like, if you're the smartest person in the room, find another room. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to yeah. be with people who are going to make you want to be smarter and work harder. You don't want to be with people who are doing the bare minimum because then you're going to think what you're doing is enough and that you can just stop there and you don't have to continue growing from there. I've gotten older. It's been mm-hmm. – I don't know. I think it's been easier for me to let go of negative relationships. A hundred percent. Yeah. Just because, like, I've learned so much about myself, especially with starting The Happy Camper. Mm-hmm. Um. And I've learned that I need to surround myself with like-minded individuals yeah. or else it will have a detrimental effect on me and my goals. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I look up a lot to my older brothers mm-hmm. because they stay motivated with literally everything they do. And yeah. the more I spend time with them, the more I myself become aligned with my goals, which I think is so important. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I like how you brought up as we're getting older, it's kind of easier to tell people like, or you can kind of just tell who's not fitting in your circle anymore. And it doesn't have to be in like a harsh way where you're like completely cutting someone off and Mm -hmm. whatever, but it's just slowly taking yourself away and working on yourself. And the people that really love you and care about you and support you will stick with you through that. Um, But yeah, I definitely want to get into that more when we talk about the self-love journey. But I also want to talk, you brought this up before, taking the first step was the hardest part of the happy camper. So I feel like the same way for my podcast, the same way for a lot of people who start things, what made you think like, this is it, I'm taking the first step? Because it's obviously not easy. So Mm -hmm. what was your moment of, I'm taking the first step, I'm doing it, that's it? Yeah, so I think I mentioned this in the first first podcast, Mm -hmm. but um, I think 
for me, I was just like, I would scroll on Instagram and this was like the right in the beginning of quarantine. And I kept seeing ads um, for small businesses who were selling tie-dye and bleach clothing. Yeah. And I had bought like a tie-dye kit because it was just so in style at that moment. Mm-hmm. And then I like made a few things and I really liked it. And I just thought like, okay, what if I just turn this into a business? Yeah. And then I, I'm really interested in mental health awareness. So I incorporated that into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, yeah, the first step was just, I guess, making the clothing and then creating an Instagram from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think taking the first step is really the hardest thing. Um, yeah. But it's also like once you take that first step, it means you're on your way to success and whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean like you won't come across obstacles or like challenges or anything you will have yeah. a lot of those but success never comes without failure yeah you know, like 100%. on social media everyone always shows like their successes but mm-hmm. they no one knows like the true hidden struggles of what people go through to achieve yeah. those that success mm-hmm. I agree you should make um like a YouTube channel about how you actually create the clothes and everything I feel like that'd be so interesting really yeah I was just thinking of that when you were saying like people don't really know what happens behind the scenes I feel like that would be so cool I always say I want to start a YouTube channel about like just behind the scenes of like creating content and creating podcasts and doing schoolwork and balancing life and I feel like Mm -hmm. yours would be really interesting if you did that really yeah I know you hate talking and being (laughs) on camera but I yeah I think it would be cool um, no, that's actually interesting because, like, mm-hmm. when I was when I first started making the tie dye clothing, I would look at other people's YouTube yeah. channels who made the tie dye clothing. Exactly. That's yeah. Like, I always watch. Like, I want to study abroad next year, and I'm watching all these vlogs of people who study abroad or Q and As, and I'm like, I want to do that. Like, I want to make one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the thing also with taking the first step, like, you kind of just have to just stop making excuses for yourself. Like there's so many things that I think we plan as individuals and we're like, one day I'm going to have this and do this. And it's like, we plan so much that we don't actually sit down and take a moment to actually do it. And same thing with a podcast or like a YouTube channel right now, I'm pushing myself from doing a YouTube channel. I could start today and I just haven't, Mm -hmm. but even with the podcast, I'm like, Oh, people are going to hear my voice and everything. And you kind of start to like baby out because you don't want people to hear your voice or you don't want to be out there and be vulnerable but at the end of the day you know you could be a completely different person three months six months from now and you're going to regret not starting I regret not starting six months ago and I don't want to feel that way six months from now exactly so just rem- rem- reminding yourself of the fact that you could be a completely different person physically emotionally mentally in a few months from now I think is a really big reason as to starting right now taking the first step like literally after you listen to this podcast episode make a goal plan figure out what you want to get done for the end of the week at the end of the month end of the year Mm -hmm. and kind of just write down also how you're going to work towards it not just what you're going to accomplish but how you're going to accomplish it and just start like what are you going to do fail oh my god the amount of failed things me and Steph had like a bible verse page when we were (laughs) yeah I remember that I remember I was actually scrolling through my instagram a couple uh-huh. of days ago and I was I scrolled like really far back and I saw one like I reposted a quote that I posted on yeah. my bible page I don't know I just it's so funny and like I honestly it's like look where we are now like it's years later and we're still creating things so it's like the first thing you create whether you were 13 17 30 whatever is not going to be a success all the time and that's completely okay it's going to be something you do and you're like 
And maybe I don't really want to do that. You know, me and Steph are in our 20s. We have time to figure it out. You always have the time and the money to kind of figure out these things and create these opportunities. So you might as well just start. And if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. And you move on to the next. But yeah, no, I always my mom always tells me there's a saying in Turkish. Mm-hmm. I'm going to translate it. But it's basically like, don't leave today's whatever you do, like whatever you want to do today. Don't leave it for tomorrow. Yeah. Which I think mm-hmm. is um really important because I don't know when we I feel like when we set goals for ourselves a lot of the times we get discouraged because we think maybe like I can't achieve it yeah maybe I'll come across too many failures whatever it may be Mm -hmm. but um just knowing just having the mindset that you could do you could accomplish literally anything you set your mind to is really yeah is also a huge step a hundred percent yeah I agree with you I feel like we're going to fail. We're going to create more things, but you'd rather do it yesterday than today. So you might as well just start and you'll get somewhere. And I don't know, there's always just like new things to come up with. There's not like I created a coffee page and I didn't ever dedicate and was like, I have to stay with a coffee page. I can't move around or anything. You, you start it and you're like, and eh, this isn't really for me. This isn't attracting the right audience for me. I want to do something else. And now I'm working on a podcast and it makes me happy and I enjoy doing it. So mm-hmm. you always start somewhere and, and keep going. So, um, okay, let's talk a little bit. The third thing that we, that people asked about is a self-love journey. Um, and this also has a lot to do with surrounding yourself with loving people, but also working on it yourself. So Steph, do you want to give any input on your self-love journey or what you've gone through tips you can give to someone mm-hmm. that's kind of struggling in that way? Yeah. So I think, um, especially because like I study psychology and everything, yeah. self-love is so important, mm-hmm. but I think it becomes easier when you're surrounded by people who display self-love towards themselves yeah um I think that once you realize how important it is to love yourself and when you begin to do it things in your life will just start Mm -hmm. to fall in place I don't know like something I've learned as I've gotten older is that happiness truly comes from within yeah my brother has always told me has always told me happiness comes from within Mm -hmm. and I never really like understood what he was saying until like a few months ago I don't know mm-hmm. no yeah until um, recently as you got older but I I don't know I've just learned that like in order for you to be truly happy you need to love yourself and you need to be satisfied with yourself yeah and you need to not let people affect how you feel which is mm-hmm. which is like such a hard thing to do we were talking about it earlier but like if someone says something rude to you like it's gonna affect you yeah you know but not letting how someone else um like not affecting what someone else says about you or what someone else does to you I think being able to control that and not let it mm-hmm. consume you a hundred percent is so important because like at the end of the day if someone's words or actions affect me I'm letting them have control over me yeah and like what life I don't know for me personally like who wants other people to have control over themselves I know for yeah. a fact I don't mm-hmm. um I think I've like the things that I've gone through in my life have shaped me into the person I am today. And those, mm-hmm. those um, incidences have definitely allowed me to find self love and be comfortable in my own skin. I don't know. I just yeah. think when someone truly like starts to love themselves, love themselves, it becomes, I don't know, like everything in your life just, just becomes so much better. Yeah, I agree. I feel like 
yeah, as we get older, we realize how much it really does come from within and how much it affects the relationship and the people around us. Because I would say before quarantine, I was at a very kind of like dark place with myself emotionally and just like with my self-love and my insecurities. And it showed with the friendships I was in and the relationship I was in, it showed how I would come off when I would talk about myself or the way that I would act in certain scenarios or situations because I was so low about myself that I let it come off on to people that I yeah. like love and care about. And mm-hmm. I know I just had a lot of time like self-reflecting in quarantine as I'm sure we all did. I did a lot of journaling and meditations and a lot of prayer and you kind of just get the chance to sit back and be like, okay, like at the end of the day, especially during quarantine, we were mostly all alone, spending a lot of time alone in our rooms and you have to really just learn to enjoy that time with yourself and and loving yourself and Mm -hmm. it's definitely easier said than done there's going to be days still where you break down and you cry and you think you're not enough or you think you did something wrong but it's like at the end of the day you just have to remember that we're all human we shouldn't hide from our emotions our feelings nothing we I feel like I and I'm a big like advocate on this is that if you tell someone how you feel and they think it's dramatic or ridiculous or whatever no one is allowed to tell you how you're supposed to feel or how you should feel like at the end of the day if I see like I don't know like if something so stupid makes me cry or makes me upset like that's my problem like no one can tell me that it was too stupid to make me cry or give me you know stress me out like you are in control of your own emotions and you should never hide from that and I think that's a really big step towards self-love is kind of just realizing that no one else should have control over how you feel Mm -hmm. or how you should feel there's no way that you should feel it's all about how you just your emotions and how you react to things. So, no, oh, yeah, it definitely takes huge. it t- definitely takes a lot of self discipline mm-hmm. to find self love. Yeah, I agree. It's not it's not easy. I feel like we I'm still going through. I'm not 100 percent like there, but I think as we get older, we kind of just take little steps to get there. I enjoy my time with myself now a little bit more. I don't really feel like I'm in competition with anyone or anything anymore, which I think is a huge thing, especially in the content creative industry or even just the small business industry like you Steph you're Mm -hmm. gonna find yourself comparing yourself to other companies or Mm -hmm. other content creators and being like oh maybe I should do this they did this better than me or whatever but we all have to remember we have something to offer at the end of the day like there's something we're bringing to the table that other people don't have and we might not see it yet but even in like the advertising world like that I'm in for just marketing and you are in such a competitive creative field and it's going to be very easy to get shut down and rejected and you know remind yourself every day why you're better than these other people and why you're going to stand out Um, and you kind of just have to remember that you have something to offer that maybe you don't see yet but other people see yeah no I definitely agree with you I also think Mm -hmm. when something like a minor inconvenience happens we always I don't know if something makes you sad for me I've learned to like think about that I'm in control of my own happiness and Mm -hmm. if the circumstance isn't going to change there's no need for me to be sad over that point yeah no that's a really good point it's like even the people that you're around you don't we always think we can change people you can't like you can't you you need to worry about yourself and you can't maybe you can't change the way this person thinks or the way this person speaks but you can change how it affects you you can change how you take it Mm -hmm. and how you walk away with it 1000 percent I agree with you yeah I think that definitely in the past I've let people's words like really get down on me and be like oh my god I can't believe they think this about me like maybe they're right and now I'm like, oh my gosh, like talk, go ahead. Like, yeah. I, I don't care. Like, like people are going to talk no matter what you do. 
you know, 100%. and at, at the end of the day, like, this is your life. And mm-hmm. you, I said, when you asked me my favorite quote last um, podcast, yeah. I, I said, like, life is short and you shouldn't take it for granted. And, like, yeah. I truly live by that because, honestly, you don't know what's going to happen in the next minute. Yeah. And, 100%. like, if you let people's um, words and thoughts consume you, like, you're mm-hmm. not truly living your own life and you're not going to be happy. Yeah. I agree. I saw like, I think it was a Billie Eilish interview. And she was like, I used to create music that I thought other people would like. And she was like, and then I was, as I was doing that, I was realizing if everyone around me were to drop dead tomorrow, and it was just me and everything I created for myself, and I never created anything for me, and I created it for others. That would break me. Mm-hmm. I just got the chills. <laughs> oh my god, me <laughs> like, too. I literally just got the chills. Because it's it's so true. It's like if everyone around you were just gone tomorrow and all you had was yourself and everything you created and all this time you were creating these things for other people, like look what you're left with. You're left with nothing that you wanted. Wow. It's, it's really just... crazy. I know. I, I live by it now. Like I live by that quote because she, so she kills boring. it with quotes. I love her. but No, that's so um, important because. Yeah, it is. It's also, like, when you set, like, a goal for yourself and you wait, mm-hmm. like, say a day or two because you don't want to do it, you just, I feel like you just got to think, like, what if I, like, what if, I don't know, I don't want to sound, like, super negative, but, like, mm-hmm. we don't have an unlimited time on this earth. Yeah, we don't have tomorrow guaranteed. We don't have, to- yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. That just helps me a lot, too. Yeah, like, don't waste another day not being who you want to be or not doing what you want to do because tomorrow's not guaranteed. So 100%. you don't want to keep waking up being the same person. And I think it was, like, a TikTok. Oh, I keep referring to, like, TikToks and people, but they, <laughs> they, they speak facts. There was this one TikTok of this girl, and she was, like, one time this boy told me, I'm terrified of living a 9 to 5. And there's nothing wrong with living a 9 to 5, but he was, like, you know, this one boy, there's like a story of this boy that died and went to heaven and God sat down with him and goes, what did you do? Like he put out a piece of paper and he's like, look what you could have done. Look who you could have been. Like, Oh my God, I just got a chill. I know. <laughs> I know. And he was like, look at everything you could have accomplished. Like, why were you settling? Why weren't you working? And this boy was like, oh my God, like he just, you know, and he was like, after that, like, it's obviously not a real story. It's someone just trying to get like a, a message out. But no, yeah, this I... girl that was making the TikTok was like, she's like, I started waking up at 5 a.m. every single day before my job and doing something for myself, whether it was going for a hike, going to the beach and reading a book, working on something, no matter what it was, I was waking up every morning and doing something different for me. And then I would go about my day of working my nine to five. And she was like, I was just terrified of living the same exact day over and over again. And realizing one day it's all over and I didn't get to do everything I wanted to do. So I think that's a huge thing to live by is just you are in control of so much Mm -hmm. and you don't even realize it. Like you control and it's so corny, but you do control your own destiny and your whole path. Um, You control your own life. Yeah. Yeah. Like God's God's plan for you is for you to succeed. It's for you to flourish and become the best version of yourself. I know sometimes when it gets into the topic of envisioning the best life for yourself or manifesting people are like oh that's going against God's plan but it's like God wants you to be this person God wants you to be a positive person that wakes up every morning and says I'm gonna you know crush all my all my goals today and and everything he has that path Mm -hmm. envisioned for you yeah so I feel like just manifesting your dream life is a huge part of your self-love journey and just maximizing your potential every single day and seeing your potential is a huge step to self-love 
totally um, with you yeah i think um, doing uh things that you enjoy by yourself yeah i don't know like 100 percent. going out to dinner like i always used to be so self-conscious when when mm-hmm. i would go out to like a restaurant and sit there alone and now yeah. like i really do not care i love to do it uh-huh. so, like, doing, i feel like being in the city teaches you yeah just be doing things like doing hobbies that you like to do on your own like mm-hmm. spending time with yourself is is important i think it's quality yeah and yeah as we get older too you kind of realize like like when i was in high school i would hang out with my friends every single day after school and when you're in college everyone's on a different schedule everyone's working at different times going to classes at different times and you really are forced to be alone and Mm -hmm. i feel like it's a scary thought for some people and it's not easy for people to transition to but once you learn to do these things alone, you kind of realize, and this doesn't mean like push everyone out and only hang out by yourself, no, yeah. but it just means appreciate the time you have with yourself. Like I have a movie night by myself or, or whatever it is. It's just like little things mm-hmm. and just treat yourself how you want to be treated and love yourself the way you want to be loved. Because if you treat yourself with hatred or negativity, people around you are going to think it's okay to treat yourself like that too, treat you like that too. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to treat yourself with positivity and People always say, like, walk into a room confident and no one will question you. And it's 100% correct. Like, if you walk into a room knowing who you are, knowing what you're worth or faking it or whatever it is, people aren't going to be like, oh, what is she doing? What is she wearing? They're going to be like, oh, she's rocking that. Like, I wish I could be like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So That's a huge part of self-love, yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, like, honestly, fake it till you make it. Like, there are so many times I've faked it till I make it. It It's like, even working out, I used to be like, I love working out. It's like a part of my daily routine and blah, 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 and I hated it so much. But because I just kept telling myself that, I was like, now I eventually like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like faking it till you make it really just gets you there. And um, yeah. yeah, I think uh, also knowing that like at the end of the day, um, mm-hmm. you should be your number one priority and your happiness yeah. comes above all is also mm-hmm. really important when you're thinking about self-love. Yeah, you can't help people until you help yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't love other people until you love yourself. Yeah, 100%. Like, I feel like a lot of people who are broken inside try to change or fix others who are broken and they don't realize. And it's kind of breaking them more when they're doing it because they're giving up who they are for this person or to heal this person. And then over time, you kind of realize that you're completely changing and breaking who you are to heal this other person. And it, it, it's really like deep and sad, but honestly at the end of the day you can't heal someone unless you're healed 100%. and mm-hmm. um like Steph said a really big part of that is spending time with yourself I think meditation and journaling really helps me just sitting down with my thoughts and just writing them out or writing down what I'm thankful for what I love about myself or my daily affirmations is huge too is taking like little steps um cleaning your room cleaning your space talking to someone who makes you feel loved finding people who make you feel loved I know during quarantine it's kind of hard to like find new friends I know like I just transferred to school and there's so many like girlfriends I'm making online but it's like oh I wish I could be with these people in person Mm because they seem super supportive but it's also just the time that we're in but also I think that um surrounding yourself with like-minded people and people who Mm -hmm. who display self-love also allows you to find that yourself I think that yeah. if you're always like constantly surrounded by negative people who are always bringing you down. Like it's a reflection mm-hmm. of themselves, but also it's going to make it harder for you to truly find happiness and yeah, find I agree. Love. Yeah. What's a tip you would give 
to a girl, let's say listening to this, because I'm sure there are many that are listening and kind of like, they're understanding what we're saying, but they're like, how do I kind of get rid of those people who are not loving or supportive in my life or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do you think you've done that in the past or a tip you would give to a girl listening? I think it's really hard. Well, first of all, I think it's super hard to let go of people who you've you've, um, been friends with, like, for a really long time. Yeah. But just my advice is my, I don't know if this is advice, but this Mm. is me saying, like, once you do... um, let those people go you become mm-hmm. much happier and it's just like weight off your shoulders like I don't know how to describe it but yeah once I let go of those people it just makes me like such a happier person and I'm so much mm-hmm. more satisfied with my life because there aren't people who are constantly bringing me down yeah so I would say um just like if you think there's someone that's bringing you down or if there's someone that's like add- adding mm-hmm. negative negativity to your life I would just say to like slowly let it let them go yeah and like it's it's definitely going to be hard but it's Mm -hmm. for the better yeah and it doesn't have to be something where you text someone and you're like "Mm, you're not positive bye blocked like it could be something that you kind of confront too um like for example if I felt this way about someone that I actually like you said it's really hard when it's someone you've been friends with for a long time so if I felt this way I would confront them about the situation and be like hey you make me feel like this and Mm -hmm. I don't like that so if you could make these changes then great. If not, then bye. Because at the end of the day, it's not selfish to put your heart before others. 100%. So I think that I would first confront the situation. If they care enough to have you in their life, they'll work on those things and they'll want to love you through them and they'll work on it. And if not, then you kind of realize eh, maybe they're not meant to be in my life and you just slowly fade away. You don't hang out as much. You're not as active with them. And it's definitely not easy at all. But it, you do have to kind of do it sometimes and sit back and be like, I don't want to waste my life mm-hmm. on someone else that's not being supportive of me. Exactly. You brought up um, how, like, it's not selfish to put yourself first, which I mm-hmm. think is so important. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just – I think that many people think that, like, when you put yourself first and whatever it is, you're being selfish. But yeah, honestly, like, I don't know. I just feel like – at the end of the day, like I said, you're your number one priority and yeah. your happiness tops probably everything. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I think um, being vulnerable for me is, like, super hard. And mm-hmm. I know the first podcast that we recorded, I was, like, so shaky and I was so nervous. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just personally am a really shy person. Yeah. Um, but this episode, like, the more I do it, the more I become comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just – I've really enjoyed them. Yeah, I I agree. I'm the same way. Like, I feel like I come off like, oh, I know what I'm doing. But the first few episodes that I recorded with people, I was very nervous in the beginning and very like, ah, how do I do this and that? But over time, like, you kind of just get more comfortable. Like, I was re-listening to them and I was like, oh, I could have done this better and this better. But yeah, it's okay. It was like, yeah, it was the first few episodes. We'll get better. And I definitely want to keep having you on because we, well, like you said, we resonate so well with each other and we kind of, like, just bounce back and forth. There's mm-hmm. no, like, disagreements. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So is there any, like, last final tips you have for anyone? Um, I think just, like, if you're looking, um, if you're, like, on a self-love journey. Yeah um just put yourself first like that's what matters yeah I agree that's the most important thing Mm -hmm. and like don't feel bad about it don't apologize for it you have 
no one to apologize to or you have no one to prove anything to at the end of the day you just need to prove it to yourself and Mm -hmm. and to god and i feel like that's also something is when it comes to self-love like we talked about this whole episode it has a lot to do with what people say and how you take what they say so just release that from yourself um and we'll get through it together. It's definitely not an easy journey. And we're all still going through it. It's not something that happens overnight. But you take baby steps towards it every day. And it gets better and better. And you'll start to realize yourself changing. And the relationships around you changing. And uh, the people will – you'll attract people like you. Like even Steph, for example. Like I truly believe we attracted each other mm-hmm. because of our energies and our mindsets and our faith. I don't think it's something that happened accidentally. I think yeah. that you attract people that you are kind of like-minded with. Mm -hmm. So becoming that person, even if you're dropping all these negative people, God will put the right ones on your life, in your life and in your path and kind of you'll be attracting them through your energy. If you wake up negative with negative thoughts, you're going to attract negative people. So Mm -hmm. it's all about who you are. Also, um, don't let people like what people say get to you because that's like a huge Mm -hmm. thing that I've learned. Because, like, what people say are ultimately a reflection of them, not you. Yeah, So someone could say, like, the meanest thing about you, and it'll be a reflection of their own insecurities, not yours. Mm, And, like, how you, like you said, like, how you respond to those things Mm -hmm. really make you, like, a stronger person. Yeah, and I think about this with, like, influencers who maybe get, like, hate from all these, like, trolls and everything. And it's, like, at the end of the day, for me personally to even think something like that about someone like if a girl were to walk into the room and in my head a thought that pops up is like oh she doesn't look good in that dress or whatever it's like I already have to be at such a low place with myself to think that so imagine a person thinking it and writing it or saying out Mm -hmm. loud think of what they must be going through to actually put something about someone else out there like you really just have to pray for your enemies that they find something else to do besides talk about you or talk about other people and let them do their thing and just you know pray for them at the end of the day and just keep walking along your path there's there's no time or or space for anyone negative so definitely um yeah I think we got a lot of information done on that one thank you guys for everyone who submitted questions I hope we answered enough we're definitely going to do more of these in the future and have you guys ask us more questions because I feel like we both gave really good information and different perspectives and everything um so thank you, Steph, for being on the episode. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to the next one. Like, I genuinely yeah. really enjoyed it. This should be a monthly thing of us doing, like, a monthly Q&A yeah. together because I feel like it's really just important to sometimes sit down and talk about it, just us two, and have other people listen and relate to it and get their questions answered. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for getting on. I hope to see you soon and hope to talk to you on the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. I love having stuff on the show. I think we're going to make it a monthly Q&A thing because we got really into it this time. We're both becoming a lot more comfortable on this platform. So I think every month we're going to do a little Q&A. Make sure you guys follow The Happy Camper. It'll be linked down below and give her a follow. Look through her things. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next Monday. Bye.